0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Backyard Catch. This is Nick Roby once again, and today we're joined by my good friend, Hank Stichter. Hank, how's it going? It's going on, Nick? Hope all is well with you. Um, Things are well. You know, I'm, I'm recovering from the Clemson uh, playoff loss to your Buckeyes, so congratulations. Yep. officially. yep. On.
1: I, I'm still partying hard after that one, uh, so... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you. I mean, y'all played well. So other than recovering from that, um, you know, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I, I would uh, like to say, you know, you have your like immediate after you, it takes a little bit to recover, you know, mm-hmm. um, you try not to watch ESPN too much. And then uh,
1: after, after last year's Ohio state Clemson game, I deleted the ESPN app for nine months. I, uh, it, I re-downloaded it back when NFL was starting back, but I I did not care to hear any any analysis or breakdown of that game. I knew exactly what happened. And uh I was sour almost all year.
0: So yeah, that's fair. And to be honest, I ESPN's lost its notification privileges for me when it comes to the app, because they send yes. you about 20 a day. And I'm like, Yep.
1: Yep. They're like, you you like the Ohio State Buckeyes? You might want this analysis on why they lost, and I'm like, no, I I don't care for it. So
0: like, let's pour salt into the wound and like just keep it yep. stirring. Yeah, yeah. You no. Know, so all that all that being said, I'm I'm actually doing I'm doing all right. Um, you know, the Heisman kind of went how I thought it might go. Um, mm-hmm. so I mean, Devont- Devonta Smith is Ironde Smith is he's deserving? I feel like, and he seems like a good guy. Um, yeah. I selfishly wanted Trevor to win, but Mm -hmm. I I had a feeling that he didn't have enough stats to to produce it. And that's just what it came down to, to me.
1: Yeah. And and, and, and that's the thing with the Heisman is it doesn't necessarily go to the most talented uh, player in college football, which I felt like was Trevor Lawrence this year, but um, it'll go to the person who is, proven themselves the most like statistically and on the field and um trevor having missed two games this season i think uh had had it not been for those i think he could have won um but i was honestly just excited to see it go to a receiver nowadays um you had derrick henry win it a few years back but um But it just seems to be a quarterback contest at this point. Oh, it
0: really is. Yeah. And and if you're going to ask me as a fan, just of my school, would I rather have a Heisman Trophy winner or the number one pick in the draft? I would pick the number one pick in the draft. Yeah. The Heisman is very subjective, and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to translate into the NFL. But I think – Or even just like, like, like a Pro Bowl quarterback kind of a thing
1: yeah or even uh necessarily translate to collegiate success, like if you look at like um like Robert Griffin the Third, you know I mean Baylor didn't really do much that season, but he was still the best player in the country, you know, or uh Lamar Jackson at Louisville, they were definitely good, but they were never really in contention for a national
0: championship you want to talk about yeah. salty, I'm salty about that one. So that's a whole separate conversation. <laughs> <might> be De- <laughs> maybe Deshaun for the Heisman. I know who you would want in that one. Well, I mean, and for the record, I noticed Sean had a bunch of interceptions that year. I get it. Deshaun beats him head to head and Louisville had three losses. So that's all I'm going to say. Yep. But he's Lamar's a great player. Yeah. There's all we're definitely gonna say. no denying that one. <laughs> yeah. Lamar's great, but anyway, but yeah, I think that's what it, that's what it comes down to. And so, Yep, And 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 also, it's one of those things like in, in Clemson, just I mean, to talk about my school for a second, our system right now, the style of coaching, the style of play doesn't like make itself very well for a Heisman Trophy winner, because if we yeah. get up by a decent amount, we're going to play backups in there. And so it doesn't play for the stats. But I'm excited to see Trevor on the next level. And I think um, if he does go number one, like it's projecting. I think it'd be kind of cool in Jacksonville cuz I definitely was preferring Jacksonville versus the Jets. I so, think Trevor
1: Lawrence is also preferring that.
0: Which I mean, yeah, I just I think that's going to be a really cool fit. And so, there's also rumors of Urban Meyer um going to Jacksonville. We'll see. I don't know, but
1: yeah. I don't know how he would uh transition as an NFL coach. It'd be definitely interesting to see. I kind of hope it happens just to uh see him coach at the next level, but
0: yeah. I don't know. Um, well, cool. Um, we're going to get to kind of the meat of what we want to talk about because this weekend we've got playoffs as um, our friend Herm Edwards would really like to say for the NFL. So Hank and I want to come and talk about, we have the first round of the playoffs and what's really fun about this year is we actually have an extra playoff team in each conference. So there's seven on each side since they have the typical, we have six teams from each conference, and the top two have a first-round bye. We have seven teams with one first-round bye, a team with a first-round bye. So that is going to be very interesting. And then for the second half later on the podcast, Hank um, had some different just themes that he's watching out for in this offseason season. he's very excited about and just think some fun things to watch in a very interesting offseason after a COVID season there could be a lot of movement so we're excited about that but we're going to get started on the playoff um, predictions so Hank you ready oh yeah oh yeah so what we're going to do is we're going to go through in each conference and kind of set the matchup and then we're going to talk about each game individually so they're all starting we got some Saturday and Sunday games so starting in the AFC they're not playing this week but we have the defending Super Bowl champion uh, Chiefs uh, with the, with their first round bye. So they're kind of waiting. Um, just a quick note, that's what I'm interested to watch is it's very hard in the NFL. I almost would say maybe it could be the hardest league to repeat just with so many injuries and changes and things. So, would be really interested to see if the Chiefs could repeat because even they look so dynamic again on offense. But yeah, yeah. so here they're there. They're yeah, no. Yeah,
1: I, I definitely agree with that. I mean, it is hard to repeat. This Chiefs team has looked pretty, pretty untouchable outside of that one. Uh, Sky outlier uh, with the Raiders game. But I mean, out, outside of that, they have been pretty unstoppable for yet another year. Um, yeah, it'll probably be <laughs> another one of many years for them. So,
0: yeah, well, at least at least while they're yeah, you know, at least they're paying Mahomes that, like that for a long time. So I hope for their sake. Um, cool. So what we're looking at, though, is the matchups before them. So we've got the four-seed Titans. We're going to start with that. The four-seed Titans are hosting the fifth-seed Lamar Jackson-led Ravens. The, it looks like the Ravens are a three-and-a-half-point favorite, even though they're on the road. However, Lamar Jackson has never won a playoff game in his career. He is 0-2. So Hank, what are you looking to watch in this game?
1: Um, I'm looking to see if the Ravens can, um, maybe come back in this one. I know it's interesting because I almost consider them underdogs, even though they're the points favorite. If you just look Mm -hmm. at it, like they lost in the regular season to the Titans, um, last year's playoff loss was to the Titans, Um, And then obviously Lamar Jackson, just like you said, is 0-2 in the playoffs. And so I feel like there's a lot of history stacked against them um, in this game, even though maybe from a talent perspective, they are the better team. And so I'd be curious to see um, the Titans defense, I think, is going to be the key in this one. Um, Jackson's just been on a tear um, the last few games leading into the playoffs, and is just one of the hottest players in the NFL right now. And so, if the Titans defense can slow them down um, even just enough, I think the Titans uh, could pull this one out. But I think overall, the Ravens are the better team and looking like one of the hottest teams in the NFL. And so, I, I'd say they take this one. But if the Titans defense can, is up for the challenge, then um, I could easily see this swinging the Titans' away, especially with this game being played in Tennessee.
0: So very interesting. Because um, when I look at this game, I think it's it's one of the closer spread picks. So I mean, naturally, if there's no favorite, like the home team's going to get a three a field goal three point favorite. it's usually pretty average. So for the Ravens to be three and a half on the road means that they're the hot team. However, I feel like Tennessee's pretty strong. Coming into this, and when you think about, I mean, Derrick Henry had another. Like led the league in in carries and, and rushing yards, had over two thousand yards. I think Tannehill with an AJ Brown is having another great year. um You've got a, a couple weapons outside. I think I like the Titans in this because I think their offense translates a little bit better for me into the playoffs as we've seen maybe yeah. at least the past couple of years, I think if Tennessee can keep long drives together and make uh, make Baltimore come from behind and make Lamar into a one-dimensional player, what makes Lamar so dynamic to me is he has a great arm. He can be a little bit inconsistent in the passing game, but he has a great arm, but his legs to keep drives alive, to keep you thinking about all these different possibilities. But if they make them have to come from behind and there's this pressure of – Tennessee's going to get the ball again. They're going to chew up six minutes o'clock and making them have to, to play the passing game. I think that's the the way the Titans could win this game. I think I'm going yeah. to pick the Titans, but I think it's going to be a very good matchup.
1: Yeah. And that's kind of why I mentioned the Titans defenses. I have, I have no concerns about their offense whatsoever. Um, They're, they're a phenomenal offense. And like you said, I think um another big thing to see is like, if the Titans jump out to a lead, it's going to be really hard for uh, the Ravens to kind of come back from that, obviously we did see the Chiefs do it last year in the playoffs, um, but uh, but yeah, this, this is one of this is probably one of my two most anticipated games um, for the for the first round at least, and so I'll t- I'll tell you the other one once we get to it, but
0: yeah, uh, yeah. So this is a very um, big matchup. That's on Sunday at 105. Um, to keep it going down to the next one, we have a rematch uh, of a teams that just play each other in the division, but we have the Browns going to Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. Uh, that's at eight fifteen. The Steelers are a six-point favorite. Um, what's weird in this game is the Browns, who have not played the playoffs, I think they said since 2002, and then their head coach and a couple other people now have COVID as a part of this that factors into the matchup. So what do you like what are you kind of looking for in this one of this rematch?
1: Yeah, well, obviously as a Browns fan, I'm looking for a lot of different things. But um I think I think really, I mean, just going to be preparation is going to be the biggest thing. Mike Tomlin knows how to prepare a team for the playoffs just as well, if not better than any other coach in the NFL. Um, Steelers have been resting guys, and for the past two weeks, the Browns facilities have been, um, it seems like, closed for about half the time. Um, Just with players getting COVID, I mean, you look at the game against the Jets, they were missing almost their entire receiving core. Um, so they just haven't had a lot of time to practice. Guys have been out. Coaches have been out. Um, they're going to be without their head coach, Stefanski, uh, for the game. So I I mean, I, I think the the Browns have, I would say, just as much talent as the Steelers do on their team. But I think the Steelers are just more well well coached when it comes to the playoffs, they're more experienced when it comes to the playoffs. If you look at kind of first year quarterbacks, um, not first year quarterbacks, but quarterbacks first years in the playoffs Mm -hmm. um, typically do not translate to wins. Um, And so I think it's going to be a great learning experience for the Browns and Baker Mayfield. Um, But I, I don't really see a way that the Browns win this game. Um, Maybe maybe their pass rush um, would probably be the key for them if they can keep Big Ben under pressure, force some throws. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of that, I, I really don't think uh, Browns stand a chance in this one. And so I'd go with the Steelers as much as I hate it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially with it for a division rival too. And it's yeah, the Steelers it, who win, who win a seems. lot. Yeah. I. This one's really interesting to me. If. I think the big factor for me is like what you've already mentioned. If I'm looking at this game, it's the fact that the Browns are dealing with COVID right now. And that's just part of this season with all sports is like, how well can you deal with this and not having your head coach? And I think a huge factor you mentioned is that the facility has been closed for a decent amount of time. It's hard when then you face a team like the Steelers who yes, their pieces change, but they're very consistently a team you have to watch out for in the playoffs and they might not win all the time, but definitely in these first round matchups, they're very ready to go. And when you have someone like Roethlisberger, who's very aware um, what's going on. Mayfield would have to like play really well, keep not force things, keep his emotions like, and like channel them really well. I think the Browns would have to jump on top very fast and then make the sealers play catch up and then force them to try to play the passing game. But I'm, Juju Smith-Schuster's a great receiver, and I I just, I don't know. I see him going off a little bit in this game, and I'm very excited for the Browns to be in the playoffs. I think it's great, but I think it's just a little bit too much this first time. Mm-hmm. And for a team like the Steelers, who play them twice a year and know them pretty well, that I I just, I, I see like a touchdown. I think it's a fair matchup. I think it's going to be a good, like a hard-fought game, but I think the Steelers pull away. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah i think if if the browns come and they're they've prepared well i think it could be a good game but i i just i don't think they've had the time to practice and um prep for a team like the steelers on a stage like this so
0: yeah yeah i think it's very fair um cool we both have steelers and then the last first round matchup we have um, on the afc side Are The Colts are visiting. They're the seventh seed, so they're the last team to get in against the Bills, and the Bills who've been on fire recently. Um, Josh Allen having a great year. The Bills are six-and-a-half-point favorites. So what do you like in this game?
1: So this is actually my other most anticipated game for the the playoffs. All right. I I would actually pick the Colts in this one.
0: Really? Um, Okay
1: this would be my big upset pick uh, for the playoffs. You, you mentioned they're the seventh team, the last one to get in, but at the same time, they are one of a handful of teams at 11 and five, um, which is an outstanding record. It would win you a division in many
0: mm-hmm. years.
1: Um, and so I think just looking at, the Colts, um, for many of the same reasons I picked, the Steelers, uh, just overall a more experienced team.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you have a um, just veteran quarterback in Phillip Rivers, even though he's not in his prime right now. Um, he, he's a veteran quarterback, knows how to win games, um, hasn't gotten to that Super Bowl level yet. Um, I, I'd be excited for him. Uh, to get there this year, but I I also just look at their defense. Um, I mean, DeForest Buckner is just an absolute force on the defensive line. Mm -hmm. Um, The Colts have been pretty consistently um, playing good defense this season, and I think that Josh Allen, this will be his second playoff appearance. Um, I'd just be curious to see how he plays against – like on this stage once again, because I think last year he passed for like like 240 yards and like no touchdowns or or something like that. Just didn't play super well, so I'd be excited to see kind of how he stands up. Uh, in like if he can step up to the competition in the playoffs this season. Um, and the Bills absolutely are one of the best teams in the regular season they've been playing like it the uh, especially the past few weeks i don't want to um take away from them at all in that but um kind of if you look at their past six games uh they played the dolphins patriots broncos they played the steelers um but then the 49ers um and chargers and so while they're one of the hottest teams uh, to end the season, there's not, there was not a whole lot of kind of quality teams uh, in that kind of bunch. Only one, of the, one out of the last six games um, were playoff, playoff um, teams. And so I, I'd be curious to see kind of how they live up to a very good Indianapolis Colts team. Obviously they have the home field advantage, but um, I'd probably pick, the Colts in this one.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I think there's some interesting factors with this. I was also looking up uh, just since it's Buffalo, I feel like if it's a playoff game, I I was just expecting it to be snowing. So I wanted to see, I wanted to see what the weather was like. It's 33 degrees, 33 degrees and sunny right now. So that could change. Uh, that feels a little bit more even playing field, but it's Buffalo. It's just very cold up there. um, and I know it's not everything, but Indianapolis is, a, is an indoor team, so I was just curious what that looked like. So DeForest Buckner is also listed as questionable right now, and mm-hmm. um, but Stephon Diggs is also listed as questionable. But to me, and playoff
1: their other receiver, Cole Beasley, is going to be out.
0: Is me out, and that's and that I think that's there are things like that that uh, can play a factor. Um, but to me, when I hear questionable for a playoff game, I'm expecting them to play. Um, yeah. That that I'm not as concerned about. I think, to me, I think it's going to be a very close game. I think I just have to go with the Bills, just because they've been so hot um, that they'll make some plays. And the fact that this is this is at Buffalo, if it was reversed, I might lean towards Indianapolis. But I think the Bills just have too much right now. And Stephon Diggs is, is playing super well. I don't know if they, they represent the AFC, however. They've had a great year, but I don't know if they have everything like that. But this first round, yeah, I just think like, and they have a strong defense. Um, Josh Allen just feels like a different quarterback even than a year ago. Um, I don't know you can't, you don't always win games based on feeling, but just as I've watched him from afar, his um, the way he carries himself, it just he feels like he has more confidence in himself and just in the offense and another year under his belt. So I'm picking Bills, but like I. Colts are very hot too in a sneaky team that you don't want to sleep on for sure.
1: Yeah. I think, um, I think another factor in this one is going to be the running back play uh, for both teams. Uh, Jonathan Taylor has looked about as good as anyone not named Derrick Henry um, in this final stretch of the season Mm -hmm. at the running back position. And so it's another one of those games. Like if Colts can jump out to the lead, uh, they can potentially just run some clock. Um, with Jonathan Taylor. And then on the flip side, um, honestly, Josh Allen, even though he's not the leading rusher for the bills, he's looked like the best rusher on the bills team um, through periods of the season. And so if they can get uh, Devin Singletary and um, Zach Moss kind of more active and um, just helping them open up the passing game a little more and, and, potentially run some clock if, if if they do get up Um, Then I could see them winning, but I just don't think they have the talent at that running back position um, Mm. to do that. And so that's another kind of big factor offensively for both teams that I'd be curious to watch.
0: No, I'm glad you said that because I I think like the running game plays an important part for both teams, but Jonathan Taylor, you're right, has had a great year and I think that's a super and running travels well if you can run the ball in the playoffs that travels really well and Mm -hmm. the trick for indianapolis is can they make it to me i'm like can they make buffalo one-dimensional and force josh allen to start forcing throws and if they can start doing that and control the the clock then i think it's the same way as tennessee would win is that if they can be in control of the control of the, the line of scrimmage then i think they have a really good chance to win so yep that's it for the first round um we can kind in of the in the AFC, and the AFC, yes, And the AFC, of course. Um, moving on to the NFC, we have three matchups. I also want to mention we have the Green Bay Packers, who are the one seed right now, looking very strong. Aaron Rodgers could very well end up with another MVP this year. Um, Hanks shaking his head, no, but he is one of the, the, the leading candidates. Um, I know he is. Yes, <laughs> and that then
1: would be uh, so sad if Derrick Henry does not win MVP? I, again, I mean, it's the same situation as the Heisman. I feel like MVP has kind of turned into a quarterback contest. Sure. It is absolutely the most important position in football, Mm -hmm. but just the historic season that Derrick Henry has had, you know, I mean, it's one of the, top nine running back seasons of all time. I mean, he has, if you look at the Titans offense, I mean, he is, he is the leader of that offense at a position that's not quarterback, which is incredible. Oh, Um, I mean, especially especially in this day and age where he's a running back that doesn't really catch much out of the backfield. No, Um, it's, I mean, it's it's insane that he is productive as he is in the current state of the NFL right now, and I, mean, I think he deserves the MVP without a doubt.
0: But oh yeah, I mean, I mean that's where I mean, that's where you get into the the conversation of what you're mentioning with Aaron Rodgers is Devontae Adams has an incredible year too. So mm-hmm. our, 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 that's where it gets he's another end. guy I would throw up there. You're, you're like who? are we giving credit to the quarterback as they threw them open or are we giving credit to the wide receiver who created the space in order to do that? So that's when I was looking just as a side note in college, that's why I put for me, when we were doing our own version of the Heisman, I put Devante, uh Devonte Smith over um, Matt Jones Jim. is because mm-hmm. to me, Smith is the reason why not that Jones isn't good, but he's so dynamic that you just have to throw it near his area. Yeah. He's going to make a play. So that's why Yeah, I, that's the question you have to ask. And for Tennessee, like, for how much everybody knows that in this playoff game, Derrick Henry is going to get between 25 and 30 carries. They're going to shove it down your throat, and they're going to do some play action passes to, like, Brown and people on the outside just to, to shake it up. You know what they're going to do, and they're going to do it well. Like, yeah. that's what's so crazy about him. So I would I, – it's hard not to, to – to vote for a guy like that And he's not a quarterback But If Rodgers get it to me I'm like Rodgers has had a great year So He has But Yeah For the definitely. for the non-quarterback people Henry would be fun For sure Yes Um, I like it So Speaking of um, Older quarterbacks We're going to transition to the first game We have The Tom Brady led Buccaneers Versus The Washington football team Which It's still funny Because it says football team the name still throws me off. I'm being honest. I understand why they did it. They happen to do it it's, this year, which is like okay, but um, to me, but I get it. Um, and but they don't have a mascot, which just throws me off. So that's a side note. But yeah,
1: until it, they until they pick a mascot, it's it's gonna continue to trip me up because I cannot continue saying the football team. Every time I'm talking about Washington, because every it's like it's one of those like who's on first situations, you know, like the football team, which football team, like, and it's like, ugh. It, it's went, frustrating, and I feel like it was intentional by Dan Snyder, and I don't like him for many
0: reasons, but that that is one of them. It, it does feel but. a little to make people. He's like, I make people say football team a bunch of times. I at least wish they said like like they do in soccer, like in. Like in Europe, even, um, where they're like Washington, it'd be like Washington Football Club. Like, not everyone has a mascot, but they at least the FC. Washington FT, you know? Yeah, Washington FT. Um, Who knows? But that's that's beside the point. Um, But then we have the ageless Tom Brady, who is just throwing dimes at 43 years old, acting like he's just, is TB12 beating Father Time? I don't know. I mean, it's so far. It, It helps when you have four Pro Bowlers to throw to, though. That does help as you've, um, which you still have a couple of those on your fantasy team. I um, sure do. I sure. Yeah. <laughs> which, uh, yeah, makes it a little scary to go against you. Um, yeah.
1: Jameis was my favorite player of all time simply because he would throw for 500 yards and like five touchdowns a game. And I would have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. And just this season, balls. Yeah. Brady just, he just spreads it out too much. And and my guys, they're not getting their same amount of points. Makes me hate Brady even more. But you know what? You know it's I, I can un, I can make this pick unbiased.
0: I promise. There we go. Um, <laughs> I like it. So a lot of intro for this game, which feels it very interesting. Feels very interesting that Washington, you know, they, they're they won the division, so they they're the ones who decide to win the the famous. Um, NFC East. They decided to win the division um, in a slightly controversial way. Take that Mm -hmm. as it may. But Washington's very hot. I I don't want like I think people are forgetting like that Washington can play. I think it also shows that Ron Rivera can coach. I'm a little bit like that he's still like a a pretty good coach. He is a good coach. So as Panthers fans, you 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 know you like to see him succeed. But um, they're an eight, eight they're an eight and a half point favorite. At home, I mean, you have Tampa Bay with it, a dynamic offense versus Washington, who's a strong defense, but they've been gritty all year and made it to the playoffs. So, what? I mean, I, that's a long intro, but what are you kind of looking for in this game?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that if if the Buccaneers show up and play how they've been playing, they win. Um, I think it would take a lot. I wouldn't necessarily uh, count Washington out for this game. Um, especially the way kind of their defense has been playing this season. Um, but I just – I don't see a way that this team, um, this Washington team could beat a Tom Brady-led Tampa Bay because playoff Tom Brady and regular season Tom Brady are are very much two different players. Mm-hmm. Um, he's already had a phenomenal season. And Alex Smith, I mean, he's comeback player of the year he's i i love seeing him on the football field i have some strong opinions about him uh all all positive um <laughs> that and all controversial that we could get into maybe later all positive
0: and all controversial that's very intriguing but um
1: i yeah i i'll lose all credibility in this one if if i uh, talk about it we we can maybe talk off air about that one <laughs> okay. but um but uh but he he is not he is not playing at the same level he has played throughout his career. You know, he has had a relatively poor showing uh, so far. I mean, I think his QBR is like 36 something um, or around there. And so um, love seeing him on the field, but I don't I don't see him leading Washington to a win in this game. I think if they stand a chance, it's going to be with their defense. Um, I love Chase Young calling out, uh that he wants Brady I would love for just a Buckeye to hit hit the heck out of uh Brady but uh but yeah Buccaneers win this fairly easy I think
0: yeah I mean Washington's a great story I think in all the hectic that was the NFC East it's kind of fun that they came from just a poor start and came and won and um Coach Rivera is beating cancer this year um Mm-hmm. It's just, they're, they're a fun story this year. Buccaneers are winning by two touchdowns. I mean, it's just they're they're too dynamic on offense. I think, and yep. Brady Brady can prepare, and Tampa Bay just feels kind of hungry too of making some moves. And they're a much different team right now than they were at the beginning of the year. So,
1: Absolutely. I think I think I mean, it's they're bust. only they're only two like r- semi recent losses where to the Chiefs and the Rams by like three points each, you know? And so, I mean, yeah, it's, it's the Buccaneers. It's the Buccaneers.
0: Um, speaking of the Rams, they're the next playoff matchup on Saturday. We have the Rams traveling to Seattle facing the Seahawks. The Seahawks are a three and a half point favorite. What are you looking for in this one?
1: Ah, uh, this is going to be a great game. This is, this is the best NFC, um, matchup by a lot. I think, um, but I'm really just kind of going to be looking for a good game in this one. I think it's going to be tightly contested. It is very hard to win in Seattle. So I would definitely give the edge uh, to the Seahawks in this one, especially with um, Jared Goff being,
0: I, I think, has he? That's I can't the part- remember if they have ruled him. That's that's the tricky part in this game, and that's I was honestly going to check with you because last I heard is um, is that he hurt his hand, um, and they had to start uh, the backup uh, Wofford, who played at Wake Forest, which is pretty cool, um, yeah. for for an ACC uh, fan like me. But last I heard, they're they haven't declared who's playing um, for for them, and so. For me, I think for, yeah, I think that's a huge factor in the game because it's going oh, it, yeah.
1: it, I mean it's going to be Goff the different- has to play well. Yeah. Well, well, golf has to play. Uh, first of all, they don't stand a chance against a well-coached Seahawks team who has experience in the playoffs, um, with, with playing a backup quarterback. I mean, they're not, they're just not going to win that game. Mm-hmm. Um, if they do have golf, it's going to get really interesting. Um, especially like, um, I mean, similar to the Brown Steelers game, it's a division matchup, um, among other things. The um, Seahawks won two weeks ago. Um, I, I'm looking at it. But then Rams won um, earlier in the season. And so they've, they've split, split the games between them. And I think it's really going to come down to which offense is better. in in the end they're, they're going to be trading touchdowns all game. Uh, There's probably not going to be a whole lot of running involved and it's just going to be airing the ball out um, Mm -hmm. and seeing if either defense can make some stops. And
0: so, yeah, I think for me, it's uh, even if golf plays, I think it's the Seahawks Um, Mm -hmm. just because Wilson is dynamic, especially even in the playoffs. I think he's another quarterback who takes up another level. They have experience. They can run the ball if they need to, but Wilson can just be so dynamic where golf to me, and I own him in fantasy. So I feel like I can say this. He feels a little bit more system driven where he's really good, but he like he can get into these funks a little bit. I feel like where Wilson to me feels a little more consistent. So I think even if golf plays the Rams make me nervous because I don't know which version of golf am I going to get, am I going to get the, you know, barely over 50% passing, you know, and and kind of a little bit more pedestrian, or am I going to get very dynamic down the field? You know, I just don't know. Whereas with Russell Wilson, I just feel like you just kind of know with more what you're getting. And to me, in a playoffs, that's more important. Even though Seattle's defense has been pretty poor. And I think it's going to hurt them in the long run. But in this game, I'm picking Seattle.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. I I don't... Even with Goff, I, I think it'd be Seattle. I would be curious to see how, how cam Akers could play in this one. Um, mm-hmm. Especially having just a horrendous game last week, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, yeah. I give it to Seattle, especially it, with it being in Seattle.
0: Yeah. Feels good. All right. So we're, we both picked the favorite so far, and then we're going to the biggest favorite team right now. We have uh, the saints are hosting the bears. The bears, seventh seed, The Saints are a 10-point favorite. What are you looking for in this one?
1: So I actually don't... I would not say this game would be decided by 10-point. I think it's going to be closer than people think. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially with, like, if you look at the Saints, like, obviously Michael Thomas is out uh, and has been for most of the season. But Alvin Kamara, Mm -hmm. having not played last week uh, due to COVID.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Is Breeze not playing? Having, what's that? Oh, I'm sorry. Is Breeze playing? And that was my big question. Breeze
1: is playing. Uh, but, again, he hasn't looked full strength uh, kind of the past few weeks or so. A lot of that, like a lot of their kind of wind conditions have been based around Alvin Kamara. And I would say that while it's been kind of the breeze show in new Orleans the past few years, it's definitely been the Kamara show this season, especially, um, in recent games. And so not having him last week and him not necessarily practicing this week. Um, if that could play a factor, then the bears have, I mean, quite possibly the best defense in the NFL. And uh, I just, I just worry about their offense, which I think everyone else in the country does as well. But yeah, I see this as a low scoring, um, just really tough game uh, for both teams.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, This one's probably a little more simpler analysis for me. Um, This is probably my bias showing, but Hank, who's playing quarterback for Chicago? (laughs) mitchell trubisky okay Uh, saints are winning by two touchdowns um yeah and all all due respect i just don't think i i I say that kind of joshingly i think he he's fine but i think when it comes to the playoffs um i think for me that's the area if you look at each team offense defense that's that's probably the weakest section of um if you're going to get any side of the ball to me in this game. And even if Breeze is not been playing a hundred percent and he's been coming back, Cameret is off after like he had a dynamic week, but then had COVID. So he's kind of coming back. The saints just have options on offense. And to me, I just trust their, I trust them more than I trust Chicago. Um,
1: oh, I would, I, I do too. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I just, pick them in this game, but I, I could very well see both teams being under 20 points in this yeah. game, yeah. Uh, and which I think would the Bears would need in order to win.
0: Yeah, Bears, bears. I think, need turnovers and to capitalize in the red zone, for sure, mm-hmm. if they're going to win this game. Um, I think, to me, it's hard for me to pick Chicago because the Bears went above to get the second pick to pick Trubisky over Deshaun Watson. So there's always, <laughs> a little, there's always this little bit of thing for me of like, Oh, okay. Um, so i I think the Bears can keep it close. They could keep it close, but I just think the Saints have too much. Yep for for yeah, this I matchup. Think, I
1: think injuries are going to be the key. Uh, if If Alvin Kamara is back it looking like he is full strength uh, mm-hmm. and well practiced and everything, then I, there's no doubt in my mind that the Saints win this one. Mm-hmm. Um, if Kamara doesn't kind of play like he normally does. I, I might have some questions on to maybe how much the saints win by, but um, I do think it'll be a closer game than people are saying.
0: Yeah. I think that's very fair. Um, so wow, we've been having fun talking about all these matchups, we're just rolling right oh, away. Yeah. So those are all our picks We're um, around the 40 minute mark. Uh, so Those are all our picks. And so before we move on to any other topics, we were going to give our maybe our, who we think is going to represent each conference, who our Super Bowl matchup would be, and who we have winning. So, Hank, since you've been going first, who do you have winning in each conference, and then what's your Super Bowl champion?
1: Yeah, I think it's it, it's I, I think it's going to be the Buccaneers um, out of the NFC. That that's a little bit of an easier choice for me than the AFC. I think. Tom Brady in the playoffs with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, the season Ronald Jones has had, um mm-hmm. a good offensive line, a solid defense. They're just they're the only team in the NFC that is like well-rounded and healthy going into the playoffs, which is just says a lot especially in this season when guys are Missing games uh, Mm -hmm. due to COVID, just the amount of injuries that have stacked up and accumulated among teams this season. Um, The Buccaneers have been relatively unaffected by it. Uh, Devin White would be the only kind of injury Mm -hmm. to watch for them on the defensive side of the ball, um, which is definitely a huge loss, but they have other playmakers there. And I, I just, the Packers have a great offense, a good defense. Um but I, I would say it's a toss up between those two, maybe, but I, I would say mm-hmm. the Buccaneers would take it out of the NFC in my book. Um for the AFC, uh honestly, it could go to a lot of teams. I mean, Bills, Ravens, Titans, Colts even are have all like are all entering the playoffs looking like they're playing their best football this mm-hmm. season. Chiefs haven't slipped up since Oakland. Yeah. Um and and so I feel like that one that division is just wide open or that that conference, excuse me, um is just wide open. And so I'd be curious to see it, it would I definitely think the Chiefs are the favorite and would be my favorite to make it there, especially having gone mm-hmm. last year, you know, they have that experience now for Mahomes and um the team and and so I, I think it would be another. Um, I could see it being another Super Bowl for the Chiefs, and them going back to back as hard as that is.
0: Yeah. So, um, so is that is that your matchup the the Bucks and the Chiefs? Yes. Okay. Who do you have winning?
1: Probably the Chiefs.
0: Probably the Chiefs. Okay.
1: But again, I, I think that that AFC is is wide open
0: um oh yeah i mean it's a very tough road for them i
1: yeah
0: yeah I, I, I to me that's a very tough road cuz honestly i'm in a similar boat when when i look at this when i look at this i think i think the bucks are a strong choice to me i'm going i'm going to go with the packers out of the nfc mm-hmm. i think they're just super hot and um i think they're just playing really well and i they just have a feeling to me of Going pretty far this year, but what's interesting is I think this is the right matchup. And how you look at this is that they play the lowest seeded team that's left yep. in in the round. So if it goes the way we all pick the same matchup, so if it goes that way, they would play the Bucks in the divisional round, which would be really fun to watch.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do hope we get to at least see that matchup in the playoffs.
0: I, and to me, if that's the matchup, that's Whoever wins that game is going to the Super Bowl because Seattle's not strong enough on defense, and the Saints I think are too injured. Like mm-hmm. they're just not clicking enough for me to trust them in the playoffs right now. And the fact yeah. that you have to go to Lambeau is a huge factor for them. So that's why I like I like the Packers, and it's what you said with the, the AFC is is very um, can be very interesting. I think if one of these teams upset, it could affect it too. I'm gonna be boring. I like the Chiefs too in this. I think <laughs> I think they're just too strong and they're playing super well and to me, I'm like somebody else has to show me that they can that they can prove it in the playoffs. So, I like the Chiefs coming out of the AFC, but I'm taking I'm taking the Packers. I think I think they could do it this year. I think Aaron Rodgers has one more Super Bowl in him. So, mm-hmm. I'm going off that feeling a little bit. So, But it's a very wide-open year, which just makes it all the more fun. So that's our full matchup, guys. Um, So stay tuned on this weekend. We got a lot of fun things going. So as we shift into this, we're already pretty far into the the podcast. But, Hank, are there any storylines or things that you're really looking into as we head into this off-season that you're really excited about or that you would really want to look into?
1: Yeah, I think – I think kind of the most interesting thing going into the offseason is just kind of the shift in the NFL um especially going into next year um you we've had I mean really for the past 15 plus years it's been Tom Brady, Drew Brees, uh mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers um just kind of running the show and and now you look at the nfl and they are all phasing out rogers probably has the most time left out of the quarterbacks i just named but um i mean my guess would be probably not five years um most of those guys have maybe one more year in them and so and then you look at this incoming quarterback class and you have, I mean, you have Lawrence Fields. Uh, you have uh, I'm blanking on his name right now, kid from BYU. Uh, Zach Wilson um, is up. Yeah. yeah, Zach Wilson. Thank you. Um, Trey Lance at North Dakota state. You have Trask who people are big on. I'm not, uh, but and Mac Jones, I mean, you have six quarterbacks potentially going first round that all show a lot of promise. Mm -hmm. You have other young quarterbacks in the league. I mean, Mahomes, Jackson, uh, even guys like Goff, um, Deshaun Watson are all. um, Herbert, Justin Herbert. Yeah, I mean, Herbert had a phenomenal season. Um, Even if guys like Jalen Hurts can um, potentially work out for Philadelphia or even if Sam Darnold can bounce back. There's a lot of young quarterback talent that I think is about to take over mm-hmm. the NFL. We've already seen it in the Chiefs with Mahomes. Um, but I think it's just going to be a huge shift from those guys moving out, new guys moving in. There are just tons of coaching changes across the league. I mean, you look at mm-hmm. Chargers, Jags, Texans. I mean, all, all these teams that are about to restock on quarterback or the same ones getting new coaches and new GMs, new people running the franchises guys like David Tepper for the Panthers kind of stepping in being yeah. more aggressive, which the Panthers have not been in like off season moves and draft stuff in past years. And so I, I just see all these teams that have either been quiet for a long time or stuck in that, like, um, like six and 10 to eight and eight kind of purgatory Mm -hmm. um, for a long time. I see a lot of those teams kind of coming out of that slump. We could see, I mean, a team like the Jags, they get the right coach, good GM. They draft Trevor Lawrence as a franchise quarterback. If he, if he pans out the way people are talking about, it's a team that has been largely quiet with maybe the outlier of going to the AFC championship a few seasons ago. Um, that could be like a new contender for the Super Bowl year after year. Um and so it's just going to be interesting to see kind of the quarterback moves and the drafts that lead up um and the draft that leads up to kind of next season um see kind of the position a lot of these teams that have been quiet put themselves in uh to compete for years to come. Um and just a lot of the teams like Steelers, Patriots, Packers um and, and some of these other teams that have been great for so long, potentially phasing out or looking to rebuild.
0: Yeah. I think that's very, very well said. It, it does feel like a changing of the guard a little bit um, where you just have familiar faces and it's just finally, we're finally getting to a place where we've talked about it for a while, but we're starting to see it. And that's, what's so interesting is that there's so much good quarterback play right now. Like I think there's just so many good quarterbacks that keep coming oh yeah um and it's almost like as a team i mean you're needing somebody to start your franchise with it is starting to look like if you don't have an answer at quarterback it's kind of a little bit more on you as a team because there's so many options not that you're saying like now there are plenty of differences between all these guys when it comes to like level and like skill set and what it fits into their offense but what if it comes to Having a franchise quarterback and not having a franchise quarterback, there are less and less teams that can say they don't have one, mm-hmm. um, even if it's the wrong one. They have someone to go off of versus like just filling a position. Um, yeah. And I think it's becoming easier. Like when you take a team like Jacksonville, it's going to be a lot easier than in years past them to flip the mm-hmm. script and become a playoff contending team. Now, I'm not saying they're going to like win the Super Bowl and like. A very short period of time. No, you know? definitely
1: not immediately. Uh, but it,
0: but you, I mean, you take, they have good draft picks, they get a good head coach that fits a system that makes sense, and then they draft Trevor Lawrence, which I think they should. It all folds into, I mean, they're, they could be 500 next year, you know, because they have the talent. Jacksonville's just for a long time, they haven't had the quarterback play to fit in with some talent that they've had on offense. So it, there's just so many. There's so many options. Deshaun Watson could get traded. Um, you have Justin Herbert in year two. Uh, yeah, I mean, like you could. We could spend a whole podcast on talking about all these quarterbacks. Oh
1: know? yeah, and, and I mean, even guys. I mean, I, I even forgot to mention. Like, I mean, Joe Burrow was playing out of his mind until he got injured, uh, right. In his rookie campaign. Uh, I mean, even Josh Allen, I didn't, I didn't mention. I mean, it just goes to show you there's such a large talent pool at quarterback. Kyler um, Murray. Youthful. I mean, Kyler Murray, I mean, Baker Mayfield, um, even playing well, despite playing in a run heavy offense. Um, I mean, I mean, there's just so much good quarterback play that I think that it almost may become the norm. I mean, we may see 20, 25 teams with a good franchise quarterback leading their team, whereas years past, you know, we've gotten like, there's five or six teams with that elite quarterback that could make a Super Bowl run. Now it's like, all right, now there are like 12 to 15 teams that Mm -hmm. have a quarterback that could take them. Far And that's what's going to be interesting to see um, is kind of how these teams separate themselves from each other. And Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, if these quarterbacks, quarterbacks, excuse me, continue to produce and uh, play as they're projected to down the road.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there's a lot of and a lot of is, is projection and a lot of it with young quarterback play is you're projecting the talent that has to eventually come. But I think that there's more upside than not when it comes to the NFL. And as it moves even more and more into an offensive league, um, mm-hmm. it already is. But as we're moving that way, it becomes even more paramount to get that. And I just feel like there's just so much talent coming out of college football as we're watching. I mean, I seem like it's a Justin Fields. I think he can play. I think he um, – if he gets into the right place, I think he can – flourish really well too because he has skill sets to play Um, so there's just so many options that it makes it really fun Um, so it just makes it really interesting for a team like say the the Panthers, Carolina Panthers who aren't as set at quarterback play but they have somebody like Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore and having some pieces that are there but they're doing some more revamping where Teddy Bridgewater has been serviceable but he's not like your long term fix, I would say. I like the guy, but he's not a long term fix when it comes to quarterback play, when there's just so many options out there. So that's it's those kind of teams which make it really interesting and a very competitive, um, a very competitive vision. So just saying yeah. that for a for local team for us. Um, yeah. I mean, like, The question is like you have team like guys like Brady and Rogers like how long do they keep playing and so that's something I'm just going to keep keep watching because I think like eventually eventually they they will retire but the matter is like how how Mm -hmm. soon and then when can somebody actually um, come and actually take that position and kind of take it from them because there's a lot of talk of these young players and Mahomes actually did it because he had a great team too like when you take the young talent. And actually, it produced on the field what you're looking for. I mean, that's the question that we're all looking mm-hmm. for in this. So, I don't. Know, it's just me fun to watch. So, yep. Yeah. Cool. Um, did you have any other thoughts, or you want to save them for future future podcasts?
1: Yeah, I have lots of thoughts, but uh, that that can uh, we can start wrapping it up for tonight.
0: Yeah, that's very fair because we're already pushing the under the hour mark. I know you are. Um if you're this far, we really appreciate you listening. I know it's um it, it can get a little bit longer. So we will save other thoughts for later. Um, but we've got some fun stuff just coming on the board for 2021. I mean, Hank's talking about we've got mock drafts coming up. The NFL draft is gonna be super fun, like we talked about. We've got playoffs, we've got um, we've got March Madness, which I super love. Um I, I can't wait. Like I, we're actually gonna I'm have so... it. We're actually gonna have it. Yes. And um, oh. so be looking out, out for that, guys, because we're going to try to do another um, community bracket. We're going to have um, baseballs coming back. We've got, I mean, sports are back. I think that's the thing I'm most excited about. So, and we have some normalcy. So stay tuned on the website and the podcast. Remember, if you like what we're doing and you like the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review. That would be a big help for us just to get the word out. Share with friends who enjoy sports. If you have ideas for podcasts or you have a fun draft you want us to do, um, definitely let us know in the comments of this. Um, so thanks for listening. Hank, thank you so much for joining me. This is really fun.
1: Yeah, thanks, Nick. Uh, yeah. I hope uh, we can get together again soon and uh, talk some more NFL.
0: Yeah, I love it. So guys, enjoy the games this weekend. And for now, we are signing off.